Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Ben Speaks. This is your mostly forgettable host, Chris Blakeman, and thank you for joining me. I live and work just outside of the D.C. metro area, and there's talk of starting tomorrow that there'll be trucker convoys coming into the D.C. metro area to disrupt traffic, uh, much like what we saw uh, in Ottawa, Canada, Ottawa, and in other provinces of Canada. And in Canada, I do applaud the action and the, the, the brevity of the truckers who were protesting against government mandates. And their mandates there are, are sweeping and they're they're draconian. But I have my reservations about this convoy that's coming to the D.C. area. And it's not anything to do with how it will disrupt my daily life. My reservations are intellectual in nature. The... The idea that we are subjected to sweeping mandates right now in the United States, it's, it's, it's not a reality. The reality is, is that the mandates are wildly unpopular and they didn't hold up in the Supreme Court. So beginning with the basics, that basic principle of protesting against mandates, it doesn't exist. Now, they've added caveats and, and other ideals that they wish to protest uh, within this protest, but I'm not sure that it's wise. And I do think that there's another way of getting their point across without subjecting themselves to some serious and manufactured scrutiny. Now, due to the uh, outrage, and I'm using my fingers to make quotation marks about the events of January 6th, there is a very manufactured sense of um, heightened awareness right now amongst the political class in this nation. And what we've seen happen in Ottawa could very well happen here and, and work to horribly derange the truth, even more so than it's already been done. Follow me here. Trudeau and his emergency powers, he used, he used white nationalism or racists or, or, you know, Nazi flags, Confederate flags. He used so many things to predicate his um, enacting these war powers, usually. 
and it was, and he used it to disparage a political opponent. Uh, and they're, and they're, and even today they've gone so far as to extend the these emergency powers to beyond their original scope, and they will further damage those who have taken part in the in this trucker convoy. And they will attack their bank accounts. They will attack their licensure. They will attack their insurances. And they will put these truckers out of business. Well, in this climate today, in this leftist amalgamation that's going on in, in D.C., the very same thing is likely bound to happen when these truckers show up in and start disrupting the flow of traffic. Uh, I do not think that there will be a martial law, but I do think that there will be punishments. Um, we do things like doxing, and and and, and these these privateers, these these truck drivers, they, they will they will suffer consequences for this. And it may not be necessary, and I do not, in my humble opinion, believe that there's a just a justification for this, for what they intend to do. Their intentions are good, but I don't believe they're as good as the intentions that the Canadian truckers had, because the Canadian truckers were really having the boot put on their throat. The Canadian government has gone beyond the scope of um, protecting the masses and, and instead using their powers to to um, squash dissent. And we've seen all over the globe that other nations that have had these draconian mandates, they're, they're, they're starting to lay off the pedal a little bit now, but Canada hasn't. Canada's doubled down on that. And I think a little bit of that was because I think Joe Biden, in his infinite wisdom, decided that, you know, he would encourage Trudeau to put these these uh, miscreants, these malcontents down. Well, the State of the Union is about to happen. And right now, security is so incredibly high around the Washington, D.C., in within the Capitol Hill area, that if those trucks are to go into that area, they, they will be put down. Not only is that a federal city that abides the executive branch right now, but it's also Mayor Barry, uh, oh, gosh, can't believe I said that. Mayor Bowser City, and and she is, she's as far flung left as they come. And the irony is, is that even she has dropped her draconian mandates. But if they can find a reason to disparage the what they will consider white nationalists, the the MAGA hat wearing, um, you know, racist white guys that are going to be doing this. And I'm almost 
willing to bet that there will be people from every race doing this, but that that one element's going to be overlooked because it doesn't fit the narrative, and it's easier to paint with broad brushes. It was very easy for Trudeau to probably plant one guy with a Nazi flag, and then and it wasn't even anywhere near the convoy, and paint the entire convoy as you know uh, brown shirts. It was a very unfair depiction. But this is this is what they do because the left has media dominance. And I do think that this convoy, I'm saddened to say that I think they're going to be met with with a disparagement. They're going to be they're going to be turned into not the victim. They're going to be turned into the aggressor. They're going to be turned into something that they're not for political points. And I've been thinking about this for days, and I, 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 I support the intention, but I'm not so sure I, I support the, the brain trust behind this. I, it's almost as if the situation is rife for a false flag. It's almost as if there could be a scenario here where, much like some would say the QAnon folks were probably misled deliberately by federal agencies, an argument could be given that these truckers are possibly being riled up the timing doesn't seem anything less than convenient that the, the, the uh, State of the Union is about to occur. This seems very coincidental to me. And, and so all these red flags, I'm so cynical now after, after being at the Capitol, not in the Capitol, but being downtown on January 6th, while all that was going on, and all I've done in my mind since then is try to relive those moments because there were nothing but red flags that popped up in my head like, oh, my God, I saw this. Oh, my God, I saw that. I've had these conversations. Why didn't any of that trigger me to say, this is false. Something's not right here. Something is contrived. And now all those hackles are up again. And I'm feeling the same type of intuition kick in that says that this isn't wise. And then there is another way. There's another more benign way to get your point across. And I will not take credit for this. Because I did hear this from a fellow, from not a fellow, a fellow American, but a trucker who made a very salient point. And the point goes something like this, this. The vast majority of the trucks that are on the road, these over-the-road truckers, they're owned by giant corporations. Those giant corporations are not going to take uh, the risk of allowing their fleets 
to be involved in any of these um, protests. So what you'll have is privateers. You'll have, you'll have guys that own their own trucks, own their own trailers, own their own livelihoods, own their own. So you'll have these private drivers that are going to put their neck out and, and try to portray an image to the United States that, you know, they want the government to be redressed. And that is their right to do that. But it's the local state government's rights and city government's rights to not allow them to obstruct the flow of traffic. You know, you can't have it both ways in this world. You can't be mad at Black Lives Matter for stopping traffic and not use the same idea against the truck drivers. You'll have to, if you're a, a decent person, an ethical person, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't use the same tactics as the left and... And, um, and not be held to account for it. So these, these privateers are going to put their necks out. They're going to have the government just going to shit down their throats. And, um, and nobody's paying attention to another way. And the other way would be this. Very simple. Coordinate the attack of abstinence. If these truckers were to, they could do more damage in the United States if they picked a three week period of time and abstained from picking up hauls. You would bring grocery stores to their knees. You would bring Walmarts to their knees. You would, you would disrupt the United States. No two ways about it. If fuel does not get delivered, the, the show stops. And nobody gets hurt. Nobody gets their license taken away. You're just simply all on vacation at the same time. Now, there will always be scabs. There will always be guys that aren't participating. And that's their right, too. But if they were to go a more cerebral route about this... They may be able to get more accomplished with less retribution. Because unfortunately, in this climate, we're dealing with a government that is willing to jail people for parading in the Capitol building in solitary confinement for an ungodly amount of time before they're even given their day in court. We're not dealing with a government by and for the people anymore. We're, we are dealing with a government that is sliding headlong into totalitarianism. And they're doing it in a very sneaky manner where so many of the people in this country that aren't that aware are perfectly okay with it. Because it's hidden with the... There's a veil over it. And they're using the the excuse of... 
you know, public health. And we have a lot of weaklings in this country. So, I just don't know if what's about to happen is a very good idea. I don't know if it's been thoroughly thought out. I know that's a very unpopular opinion amongst my center-right friends because, you know, we want to see this as a a patriotic duty. We want to see this as a a civic duty, if you will. Um, We want to believe that we can redress our government without retribution. But I don't think that that's the world we live in anymore right now. I don't I don't think that we're that free anymore. And I don't want to speak to some of the other issues that make me somewhat fearful of what happens when angry citizens, fed up citizens are brought to do when they have an emotional response to what they consider is tyranny. And when the cops come banging on your truck and tell you to move because you're breaking the law, that cop may may become the focal point of the tyranny. And I'm going to leave it at that. And that bothers me. Because by and large, the cops are run by their local jurisdiction. They're told what to do by their local jurisdiction. I'm not excusing them for obeying an unlawful order. However, um, obstruction of traffic and the laws that surround clearing the obstruction of traffic do not fall within the realm of an unlawful order. Um, these cops will be doing their jobs and there's a pretty good chance that that's going to lead to bad events. I don't want to see that happen. So this is my two cents on the issue. I do believe that there's probably a better way, a different way. Uh, I do believe that we're damned if we do and damned if we don't. I do believe that redressing our government right now, it comes with collateral damage. And it's not a happy place to be. It's not a fun thought to make this realization. But I hate the idea that our government will find ways to model their response the way Canada did. And I wouldn't put it past our government to do that. They are looking for a reason to make us look bad. They, they, the left, in conjunction with the liberal media or leftist media, have spent hours and hours, hundreds and thousands of hours painting us those of us 
constitutionalists, libertarians, Republicans, conservatives, painting us as not good people with bad ideas, but as bad people with ideas. And they will continue down this road because it seems to work for those who are less inclined to dig deeper than just the surface for their news. This is not a good thing. This is not a good strategy for us to fall into that trap. So, I know this will fall on dead ears, or deaf ears, jeez. I hope it doesn't fall on dead ears. I know this will fall on deaf ears because I don't have that broad of an audience. But it does feel good to articulate the fact that this, this could turn, this could be used against us. And uh, honestly, I think some people hope it is used against us. And I honestly think that there's some people on my camp that would like to see this be the, the kickoff of something bigger. And that's a very distasteful thing for me right now because I still hold out hope that there's still a political process here that will allow us to overcome this moment in time. So with that being said, God bless you. God bless the United States of America. And thank you for listening to another episode of Ben Speaks.